Hey everybody, Stuart Bradley here. I wanted to talk to you for a moment about how to get into those harder to get into firms. And one of those that comes to mind is Blackstone. Recently, I had a student go from zero prior finance experience into Blackstone. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about what that experience was like. And if you are interested at some point in moving into one of those uh, kind of secretive or challenging into firms, we, you know, I thought you might maybe find this useful. So the question is this, how do we as international students without special connections break into the job market and get experience with an awesome firm and still have time for friends and family? That is the question and this podcast will show you how. Hi, I'm Stuart Bradley and I am the host of International Student Job Offers. What I always like to do when exploring companies of interest, first of all, if you're job hunting, always develop a target company list. So a target or a target list of companies. So where do you want to work? Having that focus is super, super important and will help you get into these harder to get into firms. So Blackstone. So Blackstone, what we always want to do when we first take a look at a company is go to their website. So let's take a look at their website here. And when you jump into the website, you see across the top, you see a number of different things that you could research. So for example, an overview about the company or who their investors are or who their people are. And this is something that you absolutely want to research before you go into any conversations with a firm because they make, might make some reference to their CEO or one of their bigger deals recently. And if you didn't know that that was a thing, then there would be an immediate signal that you probably hadn't done your homework. So the thing we wanna do is we wanna go into the website first and do research. So if you're interested in breaking into a harder to get into company, know at least the background here that they're sharing with you publicly. It's not enough to know this. I've actually made the mistake of just reading what was on the website of a company and knowing it really well, but then not knowing anybody in the firm and not having done any networking. And that doesn't work out either. So we want to have a balance to things. But starting here, good place to start. And if you are curious about what Blackstone does, well, you can just scroll down a half a page and you'll see that they have all these different businesses. They have real estate, private equity, hedge fund solutions, and credit and insurance. These are all the areas within Blackstone that you might be active. And then we could take a look at, well, you know, what are, what's going on in the career section? So if we wanted to just see what was going on in careers, we could just go over to their careers page here and you come in here and you see 284 results. Now, some of those are gonna be for experienced people. I don't know if you can see this. Um, I'll make it bigger here, but there's gonna be, you know, experienced work, um, you know, there's going to be people looking for a senior vice president role, say, under corporate services, which is going to be possibly like an internal facing role. Uh, and then they're going to have uh, other roles like uh, finance, global tax compliance, private equity associate. So that's within the private equity team working on their global tax uh, compliance area. And then they're going to have other things which are more what we call client facing or investment roles. Here is one. Blackstone Tactical Opportunities Investment Analyst Hong Kong. So you could be applying to those roles right now and reaching out to people within Blackstone to develop a referral. Uh, what else do they have for kind of newer people? Well, here's a summer associate role. 
And so we can take a look at, okay, okay, they're still hiring for summer associates. This is not an investments-related role. This is actually a legal and compliance role. And if it's a summer associate role, it's an associate, typically you're thinking about people who are in grad school are going to be a fit for this role. And if we wanted to just jump in here, let's just jump in here and take a look at what this role looks like. So jumping into a Blackstone uh, job description. And this could be a good time to talk about just how to understand a job description because I'm looking out on this space here. And apart from you know, my career accelerator clients, uh, I don't see people really understanding how to absorb and process a job description. So let's just kind of run through that. The first thing to keep in mind as we go through this Blackstone job description is that they're putting the most important stuff first and the least important last. So if you are going to apply to Blackstone and craft a cover letter and things like that or talk about why you're a good fit, the best way to go is to feature why you're a good fit for the things at the top and not so much the things at the bottom. And I'll explain that here as we go along. So when we talk about a job description, they're always going to describe something about the firm at the beginning. And then they're going to go down here and then talk about specifically the team and the organization. And then they're going to go and talk about the specific role in the job description. And here they're looking for a couple things in particular, and they're going to, the most important things are always going to, so looking for somebody with experience specifically working with, so work collaboratively and productively with lawyers, compliance professionals, and business professionals. So where in your experience have you worked with lawyers and compliance professionals to achieve an outcome? That's the first thing they're looking for. So if you're going to apply to this role, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you do or that you are, or even this is a fit, but just as an example, if you were going to apply, you would want to try to emphasize why you're a good fit for these first three or four bullet points. And you don't have to be fit for all of them. Here there are like, you know, 10 or so bullet points. If you were a fit for just the top three, that would be more than enough for you to apply. And that applies to a company in a role like this, which is a grad student. Actually, it's, it's a law student focused role, but it could be for any entry level role. If you wanted to apply, focus on why you're a fit to reflect, say, the top three or four bullet points. That would be sufficient. And then if you go down here further, you see something called qualifications. And this is a confusing spot for a lot of people in a job description is they immediately go to the qualifications because they see they kind of check the box. Well, I'm a current law student or I'm a current undergraduate. I have strong grades. And when they apply to jobs like this, they emphasize the qualifications, the stuff at the bottom, but that's stuff that everyone is expected to already have. And so it's hard to stand out if you just say, hey, I've got great grades. I've got great critical attention to detail and analytic skills. Everyone should be bringing that as a minimum. And so what they're really gonna see the fit with between you and that role they're gonna go up here and see, are you able to address the responsibilities? Are you able to some fair ethical way to emphasize where you've worked with lawyers or where you've coordinated a legal review? Again, these are just specific. But if you were interested in applying to a role, such as at Blackstone or literally anywhere, you would want to craft your your, your approach, emphasizing your fit for the things at the top, and then understand that the things at the bottom are just may, may basically the minimum things that people are expecting you to bring. So 
look, getting into Blackstone, we've taken a look, took a, took a look, excuse me, at what Blackstone does, the, the emphasis on reviewing their website. If you haven't done so and you're looking to work at Blackstone, you would want to go in and you would want to look at their information about their businesses, right? Go in there. They're a publicly listed company. And so they're going to have a wealth of information in their annual report. You'd want to read that most recent annual report. You'd want to visit their investor relations uh, area. And you, this is probably maybe at the bottom. Usually when you go into a firm, you can look to the direct bottom and find uh, among press releases, for example, you can find information um, in, so specifically looking at the investor relations area. I'm not exactly sure if this is the one for press releases, um, but you can always go and look at their news. So the news is important. Their investor relations page will have the investor day presentation, which is usually always their newest presentation to the public talking about their strategy. These are all important things to look at. So we covered that. And then we looked at an actual job description. And now I want to talk about how you actually get into the firm without prior experience. So this is one of my students. Uh, this individual attended Washington University, which is a good school, but it's not a target school for Blackstone. And he came into that from a program in Taiwan, and he had no prior finance experience whatsoever. And so he wanted to work in investment banking. So what he did as a corporate finance and investment student was he had a project from his school, which kind of got something on his resume. It was a uh, basically a required course that gave him some experience with a firm. And then what, what happened then is we met. And so he explained to me, and this was in February, I'll show you this in a minute, in February of 2018, Long after recruiting was over, he was about to graduate. See, he graduated in uh, 2018 in May. He was about to graduate in February of 2018, and he needed some sort of investment banking experience. He was past all the recruiting deadlines for the big firms. And really, if you're in that situation where you have no finance experience whatsoever, no banking experience, but you want to be a banker, it's good to just get any kind of experience on the resume, literally anything. And in this case, I worked with this individual to get an internship in at Capstone Partners, which is a nationally recognized investment banking firm. Not the biggest, not famous, not the top bulge brackets, right? But he started to get some experience. And for, for this individual, this was a challenge. This was, uh, you know, he, he, he really had to, um, he went through some culture shock, let's say, from having no experience to working in banking, but I was with him and I worked with him through it. And as a result of that, of that internship, he was able to get a full-time job in New York City as a financialist, financial analyst with a firm. And he worked there for a period of two years, almost three years. And so by that time, he was more familiar with the way business works, familiar with professional language and how to behave in a professional setting. And through networking, he met people at Blackstone, and he applied. And I didn't actually have anything to do with his actual direct, in that moment, his work with Blackstone. He did that on his own using the concepts and principles that he learned as a member of the Career Accelerator Program. And as a result, he got this internship using our methods and strategies. 
and then got this full-time job. So you can take a look at this individual. They had no prior work experience. I think the prior experience was having had worked as a summer camp counselor in Taiwan before coming to the United States and then getting that breakthrough investment banking internship. It didn't have to be with JP Morgan, although we've had people getting into JP Morgan through this program. It doesn't have to be a JP Morgan experience or a Goldman Sachs experience to really be meaningful for you and get you moving in the direction that you want to go. And so he joined as an analyst and that's where he is now. He's been there for four months. Great for him. So the trick here is networking. Understanding a little bit about how the company works is key. And then knowing people inside the firm. In this industry, okay, often the companies will reach out to the current investment banking analysts, the new joiners, let them know, hey, in a couple years, we might like to have you come and join us. And they will arrive at an understanding and do that recruiting actually two years in advance. That's one way, okay? Another way is this lateral hire where you might have been working and you through your networking, you learn about an open spot. So outside of recruiting, there are always people coming and going in these seats in these firms. And if you are networking and if you are aware that someone has left a role and you are known to that team, you may be invited to fill that spot very quickly. So if someone leaves a role at Blackstone for any reason, and you're part of that networking uh, that the team has been doing, then you may be invited to join very quickly. So this has been a little bit of a kind of peel back the curtain on how to understand Blackstone at a very basic level, right? Just really introducing the idea of Blackstone and what it does, and then looking at a job description, and then understanding that it is very much possible to go from zero work experience into finance or whatever analytics you want to work at Tesla or Google, right? You can go from no experience into a related role. And if for some reason that isn't Google at that time, you can always make that shift if that's your dream, if Blackstone is your dream, things like that. Hey everyone, Stuart again. Hey, real quick, I just opened up a texting support for your job hunt which means you can text me your questions. And now I'm spending anywhere between 10 and 30 minutes every single day answering questions through text message to people who are on the podcast. So I want you to stop everything you're doing and actually pull out your phone and text me a message, okay? The phone number you need to text is 917-708-7104. Once again, that's 917-708-7107. Just say hello. And then what will happen next is that I'll add you to my phone and I'll send you back a message where you can add me to your phone. And then we can have a conversation. On top of that, in this community, I will be giving out free swag, free copies of my book. I'll let you know about book signings and about times I will be becoming to your local area, and a whole bunch more. So I want to make sure you are on the list. On top of that, every single day I will send out my favorite quotes, my favorite job hunt frameworks, and other things you can only get for free through my texting platform. So what I want you to do now is pull out your phone and text me at area code 917-708-7107. Once again, that's 917 
708-7107. I can't wait to hear from you right now.